Hello, you're tuned into Culture Current. I'm your host Jessica Khalko. As an author, creative strategist and contributing journalist at Rolling Stone India, I've worked with the best in pop culture. Now, I bring you key insights from some of the most exciting creatives of our times. This is your wire to the world. This is your connect to pop culture. This is Culture Current. Hey Somit, welcome to Culture Current. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for inviting me. I am delighted to have you on the show. For our listeners, Somit Samos is an anti-caste hip hop artist and activist. The multilingual rapper crafts bars in Hindi, English and Odia, deconstructing the politics and history of caste as well as the triumphs and contributions of society's marginalized sects. An important voice in Indian music, academia and politics, Sumit's art has been an incisive and inclusive mirror to our world, chronicling the ongoing history and events of our times. His tracks Ladai Sikle, All You Know Is Five Words, Jati and more have been landmark songs in India's independent music scene as well as the country's anti-caste movement. Sumit has a master's in Latin American literature from the prestigious Jawaharlal Nehru University and is currently enrolled in the MSc program for Modern South Asian Studies at Oxford University. Welcome to the show Sumit. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for the long introduction. <laughs> really delighted to have you. So Sumit, you you're such an important and influential voice, particularly a DBA voice in the independent music scene. Tell me what was the first moment that kickstarted everything for you? Um well so I was in JNU uh, it was around 2016 I st- I had just started doing activism um I I got to know about Rohit Mula I talked to some senior people in JNU and I started reading some anti-caste literature um during that point of time like Anshaila Gelombert Elena Jellert and Gelosius these were the people I started reading and uh, so yeah that's when I was I started doing activism and I realized that after a point of time you have to have some other medium to convey your message and uh, there was a personal incident where i had gone to a mall and uh, there was some you know argument with the uh, security guard who did not allow us inside by looking at us you know so i came back and i i was very angry i was upset and i recorded something on facebook i put it out and then later people advised me that you no know, maybe you should um start doing rap and that was the point of time i decided to do rap i mean i was very new uh, but um back home when i was young as a child i used to participate in this local dalit theaters uh yeah so that there you kind of do monologues for like 7 to 8 minutes uh that was somewhere there within me and so i kind of converted all of this you know um little bit of activism little bit of academics little bit of my own childhood experiences and then what was happening around jnu and yeah i started doing rap Uh, that is such a powerful journey thank you for sharing i can't imagine what it must have been like to experience you know such incidents uh, but more party and thank you for voicing your experiences because you know they empower all of us uh, so almost every track you you've put out has been an act of celebration and resistance summit whether desia pilla blue suit man and beyond you know what would you note as your first breakthrough in the music scene and india's anti caste movement I think um, yeah I think it was Ladai Sikle and then Desia Pilla both of the songs one of the song was very generic you know uh, expression of what anti-caste movement is all about what are we fighting about right that there is a, a scriptive identity based on birth and we are fighting against that right like um 
yeah and there i talk about the different kind of caste violence uh, caste honor killing institutional discrimination in higher education and uh, list of massacres that has happened against dalits right so these are the things i'm saying um yeah so that was very generic then um this chapter was more contextual like it was more about uh, south orissa where uh, mostly dalit and adivasi youth who come from this slums and rural areas they are referred to as you know uncivilized backward and it was more like a subversion of that i mean it was more like reclaiming that word um and that it's we are who are going to come and take space and you need to move out sort of a thing it was like you know capturing sort of a space so i think both of them were breakthroughs but um i think most importantly it was this live events that i did across universities and colleges in india where i could connect to more students and people and interact with them understand their experiences and how they could connect to what i was trying to speak right uh so i think the breakthrough was not like one song i would say it was more like a process over a period of time yeah thank you for sharing sumit i think uh, as an adivasi individual i've always really appreciated your music because it voices so much of what just would normally just go silenced and uh, it's so important to have that kind of representation so thank you for what you do for dba artists and musicians you know across the board uh So Sumit, you're a musician and an academic. You're someone who's performed at prestigious platforms, you know, such as universities across the country or or Godrej's India Culture Lab, and you also happen to hail from JNU and Oxford University. You know, you've had quite this interesting trajectory. So tell me, what are some core learnings and best practices that have served you well over the years? Um, I think, you know, one thing I realized over the years is that Um yeah so um I came as a blank slate uh, I only had lived experiences from the place I came from in South Orissa and um uh, I I always had this openness towards learning um from different people who came from different parts of the country as well as from academia right and so over a period of time you keep evolving yourself uh like be it uh, different socio political issues be it the different debates within um academics all of this i think it's a process and over a period of time you keep evolving your positions also there are certain uh, framework which are very uh, principle like let's say you're fighting for affirmative action or you're fighting for certain uh, let's say um, for making sure that sst prevention of atrocities atrocities act are implemented well right you know there are certain principle position that you take but there are certain debates about culture and history as to what kind of culture should we adopt you know whether it is uh whether it's a dalit christian kind of a culture or whether it is a ambedkar buddhist kind of a culture and what kind of history should we go back to ashoka or should we talk about more contemporary history so there are different positions people have right and uh, so coming to oxford and even like you know talking to some historians here um some faculties here i i keep realizing you know past is not as linear as it is there are nuanced narratives and as a responsible person who has gotten this privilege to study here my job would be to you know not present very uh, superficial um binary kind of narratives i mean of course there is a, a understanding that there are certain groups of people within the society who, who hold power and the people who are powerless Th- that binary exists yet how all of these has emerged over a period of time be it adivasis or the outsiders who went and took took over the lands or be the dalits who face violence from upper caste there is this binary yet how has it evolved over a period of time in history 
is something that we need to uh, you know look into because we are the intellectual class at the end of the day right we cannot just pass off a random remarks and superficial remarks without a basis true your point being responsibility in artistry that is so important and in fact uh, that was such an insightful response to it uh, because there's so much we can learn from the past and we must definitely not uh, adopt a linear lens because that's not going to help any of us uh, so so with tell me what is a project or milestone you are most proud of and why um i i don't think there is any mile i mean i wouldn't uh, the, of course milestone and achievement i think i would talk i think it should be oxford coming to oxford is a huge thing in my life uh, yet this is not a individual journey because from financial support to my intellectual you know journey uh, to where i am today it's a community effort i guess both from jnu my parents people from my place then like the dozens of students i've met across the country i think all of them have contributed to this journey so i don't think it's my own journey as per se it's a reflection of what all of these people you know, contributed to my life yeah that is a beautiful response the community coming together you know you've, you've definitely had an incredible journey you know from the from india's independent music scene to academia and the uk at oxford incredible so um tell me sumit how has your academic background influenced your music and vice versa um i mean i don't think my academia like affect like you know influence anything uh, in the initial times because i was doing spanish language which was completely different from bandicas uh, movement and the discourse that was in india yet um the learnings that i had were not from academia i mean not from uh, from classrooms but it was mostly outside uh, that people would refer me to uh, you know some um texts some readings and interactions with people so these are the things that contributed to my knowledge incredible incredible uh so sumit three more questions i don't want to take too much of your time because i know you are yeah. our friends and you should be having some fun it's saturday after all um yeah. so what is the most challenging artistic decision you've ever taken sumit um uh, i the most challenging decision was that i need to i i always wanted to rap about caste there are other things that i could just write songs on and i could have gone back to my village or i could have gone back to my small town and you know um met with different artists and written about other things which i did not do um which i could have done which i did not do and i knew that to only rap about caste and that's too very politically charged without you know without leaving any space for doubt you know i'm like very straight forward and i know that that won't get you crowd like that won't get you audience that won't get you concert spaces in many places i guess and i was not running after that i was like i'm happy to just rap in a protest or i'm happy to rap for a, co- a group of college students um this is not something you know i i don't have a uh, end goal in rapping you know it's just a process like even at oxford um you know if something happens about caste in india you know i i can gather let's say some 30 40 students i can rap like that's how it, for me it is and it's a difficult decision it was a difficult decision at a point of time but given the privilege that i have coming to oxford i mean i think i'm in a far better place i think your artistry merges so beautifully with your activism and that is so apparent 
you know in what we listeners actually tune into so thank you for creating music the way you do because it's definitely making a change for it yep thank you um so sumit as a musician academic and activist what is your message to the world and what would you like your legacy to be oh legacy would be a very big thing i guess uh but yeah uh, one thing that i have realized is that there is an intellectual class within every marginalized communities and people who come to universities people who get exposed to all different kinds of knowledge and when i say knowledge there is a formal knowledge you know in universities that you learn and there is a knowledge that our ancestors our parents uh, our communities who back in the villages and small towns you know have knowledge right uh, but given the power that we have um i think um we need to make people more aware and conscious of what is happening around and um, for me it i mean i cannot talk about everything that is happening in the world like today it's a fast paced world you know there are dozens of information dozens of articles on different topics and people you know it's people have short term attention span they keep reading keep reading but they they cannot focus on one particular thing what they want to contribute right uh, so for me i think the message would be especially for youths who are uh, doing activism who are starting to engage in politics uh, through different mediums you know poetry through illustrations um through instagram posts my message would be to focus in focus on one area or to focus on one group of people and to you know to work in depth and even if it it you know it can help let's say 10 to 15 people um or let's say it can you know help just one area i think that would be a great thing rather than you know going all over the place and not making any specific contribution yeah how true just go all in and focus and you know concentrate your efforts yeah. uh, what an inspiring message sumit so since this is culture current i'm going to ask you i'm going to end with a very trivial question all right so what are you currently watching reading listening to or consuming uh so currently um so um i'm taking this course um history course by a professor called rosalind o'hanlon and she's the one who wrote about the lower caste protests and wrote about jyotiba phule in maharashtra in 19th century and she's my history Incredible. teacher and i'm learning history from her from the th- 13th century to 19th century and so she's talking about mughal empire she's talking about deccan sultanates she's talking about you know how hinduism was created over a period of time what are the different kind of islamic traditions uh, how was the deccan sultanates different from the mughal empire uh, how was caste before the british was coming you know how did caste change after the british was coming what happened with caste censors And so these debates are so interesting, and I'm reading uh, people like Richard Ayton, um, and then um, Cynthia Talbot, Richard Richard Ayton, um, and then uh, 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 David Moss. And the, currently, I'm uh, reading a book. It's called India in the 21st Century. Uh, yeah, so it's a, it's tracing a history of India in economics, in politics, in different spheres. Um, what else am I reading? Like I I was reading mostly I am reading Rosalind O'Hanlon. People should read her. She's amazing. Right? Uh check out check out her articles on EPW or JSTOR. Like she's amazing. You know, if you want to learn history of India with you know with nuances, I think Rosalind O'Hanlon would be a great person. Yeah, that's what I'm focusing now. Thank you so much for sharing that Sumit. I think that this is incredible like there's so much that our listeners can take away from what you've recommended to us and I would just like to say thank you again for your insight for your knowledge 
and for your artistry uh, because Sumit you are an ocean and you are changing the world even though you are across also, the pond right also now. I wanted to tell you one thing uh, people should go and watch this movie called Zaibim oh yes and um, yes and whatever critiques you have whatever feedbacks you feedbacks you have engage in discussions because that's how we evolve go and True. watch that movie it's amazing yeah True. Sumit, you are a leader. You're a future leader. I am so happy to be in conversation with you right now. And thank you for your time. All the very best ahead. See you soon. Yeah. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store.